0: This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. going to be honest, I didn't even know that song existed. <laughs> Pretty sure my life could have uh, existed without it. listening to it, actually. But bacon, for a lot of people, is a very serious matter because they love it so much. In recent years, we candy it, we put maple syrup on it, we put it on donuts. Oh, yeah. And we still eat it with breakfast, too. And apparently, a lot of us still like to eat it with our breakfast. About five years ago, though, the World Health Organization kind of raised a red flag when it came to bacon and other kind of preserved processed foods, meats in particular, and said that, you know, consuming too much of those could could increase your cancer risk. Well, now there's this new study from the University of Oxford, Oxford that shows us that yeah, that's actually true. They've studied and followed a lot of people and they found that even if you eat a small amount of bacon or processed food, for instance, just a piece of bacon or ham a day could does actually significantly increase your risk. We had a chance to speak with Professor Tim Key about this. He's the co-author of the study and the Deputy Director of the Cancer Epidemiology Unit at the University of Oxford. Well, Professor Key, thank you for joining us today. First of all, can you tell me what it is that you looked at? What did you study?
1: We're studying the relationship of the usual diets of people with their risk of developing colorectal cancer, which is cancer of the large bowel or large intestine, and we to do this, we used data from the, the UK, the United Kingdom, in a study called UK Biobank where half a million people were recruited and they reported their diet at recruitment and then we followed them for on average about six years.
0: Wow, half a million people. So would you say that is a larger sample size than usual for a study like this?
1: It's certainly one of the largest studies, yes, yeah.
0: Okay, so what did you find when you looked at that, specifically when it comes to food like bacon?
1: We looked at uh, a range of major foods, and for um, red meat and processed meat, which includes bacon, we found evidence of an increase in risk. This was not surprising because five years ago, the World Health Organization um, made a statement that they considered the evidence was convincing that Processed meat caused cancer, and that was for colorectal cancer. And they also thought that red meat, which was not processed, was probably a cause of cancer. What was new about our study was partly you know, looking at up to date information for people living in the UK now, but also we looked more carefully than most previous studies at the actual intakes of meat. When you ask people what they eat, there's quite a lot of error because it's difficult for people to estimate that. So to try and get around that, we used repeat measurements of diet in a large number of the people to, to give more you know, confidence about our estimates of, of intake. And for, we didn't look specifically at bacon alone, which was your question, but looking at processed meat, we found that um, compared to people who said they never ate processed meat the people who said, said that they ate it at least twice a week had roughly a 20% higher risk of colorectal cancer.
0: 20%? That's, that's considerable.
1: It, it is. I mean, it's big enough to, 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 you know, that people should know about it and governments have advice about um, how much meat people should eat. It's not huge compared to some risk. You know, smoking increases the risk of lung cancer by about 40 or 50-fold. So it's hugely bigger than this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everybody eats, a lot of pe- most people eat meat. So in terms of the population, it, it does have an important impact.
0: So what do you classify as processed meat besides bacon? Is it, is it any kind of meat? Like is it luncheon meat or deli meats, things like that?
1: Yeah, the usual definition of processed meat is meat that's been preserved with some sort of technique involving chemicals and the the common ones in most most countries certainly here probably in Canada would be bacon and um ham and types of sausages that have got preservatives in them
0: is there a level of consumption professor key that would be considered on the safe side or no
1: from from the the results of our study published today it looks as if the association is you know, approximately linear in that, you know, as, risk, as intake goes up, risk goes up. And for the meats we've looked at, the lowest risk is in the people with the lowest intake. So, yeah, you know, that's that mm, suggests that even small amounts might have a very small effect. But, you know, down at the low end, the effect is, is pretty small. So I think the advice for the public is really to be sensible, not eat huge amounts of these foods. Um, but Do, it, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't eat any at all.
0: Do we know what it is in those foods? Is it something in the processing that might cause that increased risk?
1: That's a really important question. Unfortunately, we don't exactly understand what's going on. Um, you know, for, as I mentioned, for processed meat, chemicals are added, so those chemicals might be involved. Um, but there are other chemicals. When meat is cooked, and also meat naturally contains a, a material called heme iron, and all those things are under suspicion that they might contribute to the risk of cancer, but it's still not clear which it is.
0: Well, this was a very sizable study that you did. What comes now? What what makes what do you want to look at next?
1: I think for the for, you know for this study we, we we've produced these results now, and that's. As far as we can go at the moment with this to take the whole field forward what's important is for people to look at this study in the context of other studies around the world for example see an organization called the World Cancer Research Fund that um, systematically collects data published on nutrition and cancer and puts the data together to produce a you know a synthesis of all the evidence so I think That would be the next step here would be to include our data in that. And that'll give us slightly more accurate estimates of the the true relationships.
0: Right. So, Professor Key, to be clear here, what we're talking about is an increased risk for colorectal cancer, because we have seen those rates rising, haven't we?
1: Yeah, well, they've risen. I mean, it depends on which country you're talking about. I'm not actually familiar with what's happening in Canada. In this country, they're not changing massively at the moment but they have gone up a lot in some other parts of the world where you know, some decades ago rates were very low. And generally with um, the westernization of lifestyle, including diet, the rates of colorectal cancer have been going up in a lot of countries around the world. But places like the UK where the rates are already quite high, they haven't been changing much.
0: Well, Professor, thank you so much for your time on this today. That's a pleasure. That's Professor Tim Key, co-author of this study and Deputy Director of the Cancer Epidemiology Unit at the University of Oxford.